0: And with that, we're going to go ahead and figure oh, out what Isaac and Baron I are ha- doing.
1: I had a thing to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I, say. I didn't it. want to interrupt. Let me let me go um, ahead and clap, and
0: then you can go and say, and I'll cut out this part where I suggest we're going to cut away.
2: <laughs> and then nothing must happen.
3: Hello, darkness.
2: <laughs>
3: Did Chris die? <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about an editor who may or may not be splitting one recording into two separate episodes. We are currently playing Monsters of the Week by Michael Sands. I'm Chris and I'm your GM slash keeper and I'm joined by my players. I'm Evan and I play Baron.
1: I'm Dominic and I play Carnunos.
2: I'm Jessica and I play Enoch.
1: And I'm Alistair and I play Isaac.
0: It is an uneventful morning a little under a week after the events involving the elemental at the community college. There's a light fog rolling in at the edge of the forest, obfuscating the cozy little cabin where Baron calls home. Inside, we can hear a cell phone ringing. Baron, you are uh, going about eating your breakfast when this phone call comes and you look at your phone and the caller ID says that it is from Sal, the owner of the Trading Post, who you've formed a bit of a tenuous friendship over your um, shared condition. What do you do? Uh, I answer the phone. All right. Yeah, you answer the phone. How much have you kept in contact with Sal since the events at the campgrounds? So we haven't really touched on it in 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 the the podcast itself, but I'm sure you you've had at least a little bit of contact. At the very least, I'm sure he's reached out to you. I don't know how much how reciprocating in this relationship Baron has been.
3: Yeah, I think after some events, I think also. Baron has reached out as well from recent things that he's learned, like the experience with um, with the labs and stuff like that um, and the orb that they found Gotcha. Um, just talking a little bit more about trying to figure out, of course, more about himself
0: Yeah, so I think Sal hasn't been especially helpful in revealing answers the mysteries unfortunately, otherwise it would have been part of the podcast and been important uh, but he has been very helpful as a, a sort of a sounding board and, and someone to commiserate with, uh as he is facing a lot of the same troubles and trials that you have and and he he has formed sort of a basis uh he, he's come a little bit out of a shell of you know uh what's the word uh pe- pe- he's come out of his little pessimism loop that he's been in a little bit and has has become a bit more encouraging in your quest in the recent times as you you continue to succeed uh, hunt after hunt uh, however, when you answer the phone It is not Sal's voice that greets you uh, But a but a lower, more grumbly voice That you recognize as belonging to Ranger Tom Who you've not heard from in some time um, Ranger Tom goes Hey, uh, I- I- is this Baron? Uh, yes Yes it is this Is this Ranger hey, Tom? Uh, one, one and only Uh, <laughs> I called to, to reach you Um through Sal's phone, because, well, I don't actually have a cell phone of my own. And also, because I don't have any of y'all's numbers. And I, uh, we'll say one of my, uh, uh, my contacts, uh, yeah, that'll do, uh, has found something that might be helpful to all y'all, and I figure you'll probably get more use out of it than i would so if you wanna call up the crew and we can we can meet outside the campgrounds and i can show you what we found okay
3: yeah no definitely be interested um so i'll get the the group together and we'll we'll head up there soon um
0: can i still reach you on on uh
3: I'll Almost be hanging here. out
0: with Sal, so you can just, uh... And you hear in the background j- j- uh, stay a hey, voice going, Hey! Hey, tell him I said hi! <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, goes, Oh, it's, 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 Sal, Sal says hi. Um, but yeah, I'll be hanging out with him, so you can just text or call him back, and I'll... I'll know when to meet you out there.
3: Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll uh, let you know when we're on our way.
0: Alright. Thanks. And, uh, without any kind of farewell the year click and the call has been ended yeah uh, Karninos you make your way there in the obviously easiest way to do so uh, teleporting through the trees to the location of the wards Um, and you are greeted there by something that wasn't there at the first place all all the the wards that you set up um, the one that Baron had anchored by tying down has been properly put into the ground and the rest of them seem to be more or less well maintained there doesn't seem to be any signs of damage that you can tell uh and he nursed a little bit off to the side uh sort of like a a a military tent sitting at the edge of the uh the sort of clearing around these wards um Hmm. You haven't made too much noise, so no one seems to have come in or out of the tent since you got here, but it is set up, uh, like, right within sight of the wards.
1: I, uh, definitely want to take a closer look at that.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, what are you, what are you doing? Are you just walking up and looking around
2: just it, Just or... straight up busting just... open the flaps and walking on in.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, just approaching carefully, and then, if I can, throw the flaps open.
0: Alright, yeah, you approach and you throw the flaps open, um, are you doing it sneakily, or are you just, like, walking in?
1: Uh, sneakily.
0: Okay, yeah, go and give me an act under pressure to stealth on, (laughs) swoosh on in there.
1: You got it. That's an eight.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, you kind of slip on in there, uh, and you you look (laughs) around, and as you kind of get your head in there, um, you spot a couple of people in, uh, suits and sunglasses, undeniably members of the agency, um, one is sitting behind a, uh, like, a, 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 looks like a ham radio with a headset on, and the other one seems to be reviewing information on a computer. Um, one of them starts to look up in your direction, and you quickly uh, slip back out. Hmm. To be fair, and, and this has been a while, but, but you were notified that they had placed some sort of patrol to make sure that the wards weren't tampered with anymore. Gotcha. Since they were the ones providing the materials for these wards, they have a vested interest in making sure they don't get broken again.
1: Alrighty, I head back to uh, meet with everybody.
0: Yeah, you, uh... Everyone has sort of gathered in the parking lot and as they chat, uh, discussing what uh, Ranger Tom might be bringing to them, Karnunus is suddenly amongst you. <laughs> you gotta uh,
2: stop doing that. Yes,
3: he does. Seriously, we uh, really need that warning sign.
1: Uh, sorry.
2: So? Did you see anything?
1: The wards are working. Everything seems to be in place. That's good.
0: As you agree upon this, uh, once the appointed time that Baron let uh, Ranger Tom know you'd be there comes up, uh, Ranger Tom comes walking from the direction of the trading post and approaches the four of you and goes, Hey, hey, y'all. I trust you're all doing well?
2: Well enough. More or less. That's good to hear.
0: Uh, we've been doing good here. Doesn't seem like we had any other issues with the wards since you fixed them back up. Uh, the new campery got rescheduled for some time in the spring as a lot of the campers wouldn't want to come out here during the winter. But, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, this is a, a waste of your time probably. We we should get going to what I gotta show you. He leads you in the direction of what looks like it's it's like one of those um four wheelers that are like large enough to seat the five of you i think one of you's got to sit in like a, a small bed in the back uh and once you all load up uh he starts piloting it between the trees to the forest because the truck would not have been able to squeeze between the trees as this smaller vehicle does um though it does it, it obviously does not make the speed that the truck would have uh, and as you make it your way, uh, Ranger Tom tries and fails a few times to, to say things over the sound of the very loud motor of this vehicle, and then seems to get frustrated and gives up and, and you catch just over the sound of the motor. like, I'll, I'll tell you when we get there. And,
2: uh, <laughs> okay. it's, a,
0: it's a decent drive through the woods, uh, deeper than even the wards were in the wards were fairly deep in there. Uh, and it's getting to the point where the branches above are blocking out most of the sunlight, even though it's probably close to noon at this point. Um, There are are little uh, streaks of sunlight breaking through, but they are uh, more the exception than the rule. Uh, And as you make your way, you see a small area that is hit by most of the sunlight, because it's a clearing in which a small handmade hut is not unlike those of the cult but clearly not built with the uniformity that the cult builds theirs in um and ranger tom pulls up to this hut and cuts the uh engine and turns to you and just goes uh so this is our first stop it's uh where my contact lives Uh, and she'll and the door opens and this uh there's no better way to say it old as fuck woman steps out and (laughs) she goes who you calling a contact i'm your grandmother
3: (laughs) i love her
0: uh (laughs) this woman is short for the sole purpose of her back is nearly hunched at a 90 degree angle oh no uh she has long but thin uh just completely white hair coming from her head and uh thick uh bottle cap glasses uh on the tip of her nose and she leans heavily on a walking stick as she uh, sort of hobbles her way over to you and she goes "Uh, so you're finally introducing me to some of your friends are you tommy and ranger tom goes i it's, it's just it's, uh, it's just ranger tom now oh ranger tom you think you're so important now mm. and she looks at the four of you and goes well if you're calling him ranger tom you can call me grandma tom okay Okay, grandma tom, grandma tom.
3: <laughs> all right what she goes,
0: you let, say? let's uh get you and get y'all some tea and she she hobbles back to her cabin leaving the door open behind her and Ranger Tom sighs, gets out of the truck and just goes, Alright, let's uh let's get this over with and uh, makes his way to the cabin. I assume you, you all follow? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. yeah, you all get seated around it's it's there aren't really furniture here. There's just like one section of this this small one room apartment that's just coated in cushions and pillows. Sort of in a, a semicircle around the fireplace, which is you know it's it's lit and and cozy in there especially in the cold winter air um you all are are ushered onto the cushions where you sit down as uh grandma tom brings you each a, a mismatched uh, teacup that is full with nice hot tea
1: delicious thank you and
0: she goes yeah thanks she goes my pleasure i don't get too many visitors out here uh and uh, she settles down, and she she looks at Tom real close, and she goes, Now, I'm assuming you're here, because Tommy couldn't keep shut about certain things in these forests. And Ranger Tom goes, It's, I don't think it's as bad as you make it out to be, and these folks are doing their best to help the town. And, uh, grandma tom just laughed she just ah, helped that town she built on nothing but lies i mean she is an old lady living in a house uh, self-made hut in the middle of the forest <laughs> He's so with the cackling laugh she wearing... yeah she
3: sounds like a yeah. witch <laughs> is she wearing a tall you know like black no, hat no she is, is not a wearing a cat? witch's hat
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing like a simple brown tunic right. um and that's it cuz the hat would have been ostentatious i think she's got like a a a a, what looks to be like a wool like um shawl on top of the the leather the the, like brown tunic but that's about it she uh continues she goes yeah that town's built on nothing but lies but i guess the people probably deserve to live or something uh all right i'm gonna uh it's it's nice to have you here but y'all are obviously here for a purpose what I found is well there's no way around it it's dangerous. But if you're careful you could you might be able to make something good of it. It gives me the willies and I I've only got a few years left in me and I don't feel like uh risking them so I'm going to stay tight in my little my little hut. Uh but I can I
2: can take you there. We're pretty used to dangerous.
0: Ranger Tom took us that and goes, "Yeah, they uh they manage to fight off uh, uh, one of the more horrendous wolf creatures that have come out of the forest. I told you about it, the-eyed the, the one, and uh, Grandma Tom goes, "You don't tell me about anything. Anyway, let's uh, <laughs> I like that's, her. Let's all get going." And uh, she, she struggles up to her feet and uh, sort of leads you all to the door, and then she begins leading you deeper into the forest. Um, And as you make your way uh, deeper and deeper, the last bits of uh, light from the sun sort of get covered up by the canopy above you. And enough sort of diffuse lighting makes it through that you can still see where you're going, but it is very dark in here until you reach another sort of clearing. Uh, But this one does not seem to have been given any sort of uh, clearance by the canopy above. It is still receiving very little to no sunlight. However, it is lit. In the center of this clearing, which, much similar to the wards, features no uh, underbrush or, or roots reach into it, at the very center, lit on no fuel that you can see, is a massive fire. Uh, and huh. Grandma Tom stops at the edge of the clearing and motions toward it in a very hushed voice goes, That's the thing I found. I found it about a week ago. Wasn't certain it was what I thought it was, but, uh, well, have y'all heard of, uh, uh, genies?
2: Um, I've never encountered one, but I've heard of them.
0: Yeah. Aladdin? Yeah, like that silly poofy-pants bastard and his blue angel. Uh, he, see, genies are real-ish. The, the story is sort of ex- exaggerated. But uh, basically, they are forces of pure elemental uh, potential that a long time ago, very, very, very pass- powerful magic users bound to their will, in, in, in the lamps you see in so many of the tales, uh, and forced, uh, it, it limited the powers of the, these, I guess you'd call them spirits, but it, it, it bound them to, uh, well, grant wishes, basically. And again, the, the stories overblowed a little bit, but they were quite powerful. Uh, most of them, the enchantment sort of died, killing the, the spirits with them, this one seems to have escaped, and its imprisonment have had some peculiar effects on it. It no longer is forced to serve us, but it seems to provide it with some amount of pleasure to do so. And, but it doesn't want to, you know, be in service to us, so it also gets other things out of it. And I'm none to... Willing to Take any risks with such a thing But I can see why Ranger Tom Might have thought you'd be interested
1: Um Yeah, no Jinna are, are, are not to be tampered with Uh We need to approach this very carefully
2: Um Like under Like a little bit in a whisper Um, Ina is like This is definitely something that Can never fall into the cold sands they would, they would use it. For sure. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the, them, them Watchers uh, have been uh,
2: getting on my nerves lately and I'd hate to see what they do with this. Ian kind of, like, turns to the old lady and is like, do you know about the Watchers?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I joined them, uh, Ooh, must have been 60, 70 years ago for a couple years and... All oh, their hippie bullshit didn't really interest me, so I, I left them, made my own little cabin out here, and and now they're not even hippies anymore. They're some sort of dark arts. I, I don't care for it any more than I care for the hippie bullshit.
1: We can't let this get into the hands of the agency either.
2: Maybe there's some way we can... I mean... Help it so that it can just, I don't know, go free and and move on from, from being stuck here and feeling the need to do the will of humans?
3: We could always go talk to it.
2: Um... Yeah, for
3: me. Maybe. At least, maybe get a wish out of it.
2: Can I do... Ah. The, uh <laughs> communicate with something that you do not share language with, with the spell uh sure okay
0: um here's what happens Even if you approach this flame intending to to cast this spell to to communicate with and the, a, as you enter this ring around it um you are it's it's strange you feel The equivalent uh, uh, of, you know, if you're standing near a fire, you feel the heat radiating off it, except you feel instead a cold radiating off of this fire. Uh, And then a heat, and it sort of alternates for a little while, and then after a couple seconds of this, uh, before you can start to cast a spell, you hear a voice, and and all of you can hear this, it's not being like spoken in Dina's mind, but you hear this voice... uh, and the, the, the fire crackles louder as as this voice erupts from it, and it says Who enters my
2: domain? Uh, Enith Fafnir? Enith
0: Fafnir? Oh, you are the heretic. It's so nice to meet you. Do you know me? I have profound knowledge
2: of all things. <laughs> oh my God! Of <laughs> you.
1: Of all Gosh. things, not many things. Stupid son of. Anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I know much of your
0: story and so, of where still yet to be.
2: What are you doing here? Don't you want to leave? Don't you want to be free? I
0: am free. But when you're perfectly free, there's no reason to go.
2: He, you know, like turns around and looks at the rest of them like, okay, like now what? <laughs> uh, the, the, the
0: fire crackles a little louder to, to pull your attention back to it. And it goes, don't you have questions, things you need to know, or needs, things you have to have to complete your missions? I.
2: What exactly is the price?
0: Jump in here. There's another crackle, and uh, the the, the fire continues.
2: Why are you collecting blood?
1: Isaac kind of looks at (laughs) Crenutus. He's
2: looking at It's like...
1: (laughs) We'll um, cross that bridge a little later. Uh, (laughs) Ladies and and gentlemen and and people in this group, I would severely like to remind you that djinn are dangerous. This one is not requesting something because it wants to help you, merely because it wants to help itself. I do not know this Aladdin movie, but I have heard the ancient Chinese story of Aladdin. The genie is not something that you want to have on your side. They change what you ask to make it suit themselves, typically.
0: That is a good theory, and yes. Some of my brethren are a little twisty way wishes. This was
3: What need is it that you really have?
0: Granting the requests of you mortals who will go ahead and squander it in your short pitiful assistance. Hmm, that
3: that doesn't. That, that's kind of insulting. That doesn't really <laughs> bring me <you> much faith. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, yeah, you're right, uh, hmm, Baron kind of thinks about that and kind of just realizes,
2: yeah, that sounds pretty true,
3: um, group huddle, real
2: you know, quick, <laughs> right.
3: bring it in, folks, group huddle,
0: group huddle, <laughs> um, I- As you all begin to bring it in, the the, the fire's crackling dies down a little bit, and, and, uh, even uh, you mainly hear this because you are still within the circle, you catch the quiet, uh, roar of the fire say, I'll give you some time, but don't waste time. And uh, as the fire sort of dies down a little bit, uh, Grandma Tom and Ranger Tom kind of look at you with... Uh, Ranger Tom looks at you with a little bit of worry, and and Grandma Tom gives you kind of like a I know, right, look. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Grandma uh, Tom goes, now, I, I, when I discovered this, I did do a little bit of looking into this particular fire gin, as you put it uh, there. I, I th- it said your name was Karnunos, Canu- uh, and... I I do think it can be trusted, but obviously you're never going to know what that price is, so I put a lot of thought if you want to request anything from it. I'm going to go back to my hut. That thing gives me the willies. And if you have any questions for me or want to stop in for a little bit more tea, uh you're welcome to i don't have nearly as much knowledge as that little fire guy does but i do enjoy the company if my grandson would visit me more often maybe i won't get so lonesome and she cuts a glare at ranger tom who looks a little flustered about that and uh heads on back and goes oh tommy you're coming back with me give me some conversation while your your uh your friends here figure out what they're gonna do about this tricky spirit and uh she grabs onto Ranger Tom's arm and starts dragging him back and, and Ranger Tom goes Uh I okay okay, uh I'll I'll be back at the hut if you need me
2: <laughs> This lady's funny. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> um even if kind of like uh lowers their voice, although I'm sure the the Jin can hear them anyways. <laughs> um I I don't should we request information? I don't know.
3: I mean, mean, I'm leaning towards it. We could figure out maybe how bad the price scales if we ask something simple and see what the equivalent is. You know, maybe not go ask, how do we die? I'm sure that's going to have a a heavier price tag than something like, what's the weather tomorrow? Um, If
2: we ask a question, it 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 can't be a wasted question. We have to ask something we actually need to know.
3: Yeah, but maybe something just... Lighter to start with, and see what that costs us.
1: Um, we we can answer our own questions. We we have the capability to do this.
3: Is it specifically asking asking, Chris? Or, is it specifically is that- only is it specifically only
0: questions? Uh, the spirit mentioned answering questions and providing you with tools that you need as well. Um, so so to kind of part the curtain here. This is going to be a resource you have, uh, where you can get answers to like uh, mysteries that you just are hitting a dead end at, uh, in exchange for obviously a price that you won't know, which could vary from like losing something of yours to like losing parts of your body. Like you don't know. Like the the prices could be very strong, and you don't get to know them until you've made you've agreed to it. Um, and you can use that again to answer questions that you've just hit a roadblock in, or you can use it to create magical items that will help you further down the line.
3: Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, but also, it's just a cool concept that I came up with that I'm very, which I'm very excited about. Well, in
1: so that don't case, don't keep shutting it down. Oh, down. I was saying in that case, I have no qualms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, know this was Chris trying to have fun.
0: I mean, Carnus is allowed to have as many qualms as he wants. It's not
1: he is qualmed <laughs> Yeah,
0: no, it's it's entirely reasonable. It's meant to be an attempting offer that's clearly a little bit not great.
3: Yeah, the genie are like iffy usually. The genie
0: is one hundred percent true neutral on the alignment scale.
3: That's fun. So, I mean, what do we need to know right now? I mean, off the bat, I can think of who the heck is breaking into Isaac's apartments.
2: Actually, um, I think there's something we need
3: what is there what
2: i mean i've been, I've been keeping the orb in my basement I've made basically a makeshift container for it, but because it soaks up magic, it's almost impossible impossible to keep it at bay. But if we had some form of container to keep it without you know it affecting us and affecting the people around us, that would definitely be really useful, and that's not something I can make. Do you
3: think that asking for it would be worth whatever the price is? I mean, it did seem like at least something was trying to convince me to get that orb to it could be that other things are going to come after it. It does seem like a pretty powerful object, so we'd rather not that rather than fall into the wrong hands.
2: If we could if we could get a container that contains its properties and also maybe conceals it from people's view, or their magical sight, that, I think that would be really useful. We could at least, it's at least, I think, worth a try and see what the risks are or what the genie asks in return for it.
3: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem too severe. It could be a good thing to test the waters with.
2: What do you think, Curnunos? Do you want to start? It's, um, lots
1: a risk, but it's alright. We can give it a shot.
0: Okay. <laughs> unhuddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as soon as you unhuddle, the fire cracks up and goes,
1: Happy day. I see you have unhuddled. <laughs> I see
0: the huddle has ended, and thus it means it is time for you to come talk to me. I've been so lonely.
2: <laughs> I have no other fire still to talk to. <laughs> I noticed when you left the huddle, you didn't say break. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I've been looking through your history and none of you seem to be football players. How come you get to do a huddle? This is past my limited knowledge of football.
2: God. Okay. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right. Uh, Enif, like, slowly approaches, um, approaches the flame um, and says, um, I, I do have a request.
0: What is
2: it that you desire? There, there is an orb that for some reason is able to negate all magic around it.
0: I know the which you
2: I want a container to keep the orb inside that will make sure it does not disrupt the magic around it. Contain- Is an ask which I can fulfill. I assume you would like to know
0: the size of the price for a ring.
2: Yes. For such a ask, I
0: ask in turn for. (laughs) We'll call it a
2: medium sized price. A hug. I'm medium so number nine. <laughs>
0: you must bring me a medium soda <laughs> and a medium
3: fry.
0: No, no, that would be if they wanted two containers. <laughs> You're not going to get the whole medium meal, whole medium combo meal. <laughs>
1: oh, you know what? Make it
3: a large, I'm <laughs> feeling... <laughs> I'm feeling fat and sassy. I'm worth <laughs> it. I sure
0: you have no way of reference, so let me make it clear for you what meaning of this ill
1: It's somewhere between small and large, <laughs> <laughs> but it varies depending on the rest of <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's uh, stay away from, from the large.
1: You know, on second thought, fuck this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do we not get to know the specific price before? No,
0: as I said, if you truly need this thing, the price should not
2: matter. Enif um. kind of looks at the rest of them, kind of like with a question mark.
3: Can we do like a like a pitch-in thing where... Like, we all give small-level things. <laughs> is favorite,
0: place hand into the fire to this, or you need. need? Alright,
2: Enif kind of looks back at everybody and just kind of, like, takes a deep breath and is, like, kind of thinking about it, but this is definitely something they need. <laughs> so, Enif puts their hand in the fire Alright, uh, Enith,
0: you place your hand in the fire and there's no more heat within it than there is in the rest of this uh, this clearing, as I said the, the, the heat is just sort of bouncing back between hot and cold uh, within this area, and as you put your hand inside of it, you feel like just ice fill your veins, uh, and, 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 and feels like it's just, your, your blood is crystallizing and you are standing there and your third eye opens and you for a moment see the future you look into the future using your third eye which is something that you've never really done before and you see a moment in which you are it, it's very unclear uh you are not really that kind of soothsayer so so seeing a proper vision is not something you're used to tuning into you see yourself in some sort of in some sort of combat uh, and you see yourself just in the nick of time dodge out of a blade and then the scene rewinds and you seem to miss the cue and you get run through by this blade and I'm going to need you to mark
2: two luck oh like two luck gets taken away
0: yep Ooh. Uh, and then as you take your hand out you are holding a box uh, with, with velvet lined innards that is perfectly sized for the box and the outside somehow perfectly looks like a cardboard box Yikes. Huh. Is that gonna work? The the fire says. That will hide away your war and prevent its influence from going on. The outside richest ones are the secret shut. This, so long as you keep the secret, should keep anyone from coming
2: out. Thank you. No.
0: Thank you. It's been a while since And then um, the fire is just gone. And the the clearing returns to the the same temperature as the rest of this uh, section of the woods. And you are left with your box and your knowledge that this fire might be helpful, but its prices, well, they may be a little bit steep at times.
2: It seems like it really hope I'm not going to regret this later. <laughs> what happened, know Um, it was weird. It didn't feel like fire. Um, and all of a sudden I had this vision of, of myself evading an, a blade, but then it's almost like time rewinded, and, um, I got stabbed instead. So, <laughs> let's, uh let's hope that um that wasn't a uh killing stab and just a harmful stab um but it was a medium stab a medium stab <laughs> oh. but henef is like looking at the box and it's like this is definitely worth it